The Scoop Podcast is brought to you by Ostara, the producers of Crystal Green Fertilizer. Don't let your crops get hangry. Put them in control of their nutrient uptake. Learn more at crystalgreen.com. And welcome to the Scoop Podcast. I'm editor of the Scoop, Margie Eckelkamp. Today, we have a conversation with Andrew Lambert. He is the technology services manager at Centrosota Cooperative based out of Minnesota. Andrew, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, Paul, thanks for uh, inviting me to join. Hope I do all right here. You're going to, this is going to be a great conversation because we already kind of started talking and you said, well, technically my title is technology services manager, but I feel like you have a lot more going on with your responsibilities at the co-op. So tell me a little bit about your role at Centrosota. Oh yeah, no, I, uh, I guess that'd be a right way to put it is a lot going on. Um, well, quite honestly, uh, technology services manager, uh, technology, pretty much anything new nowadays is technology. Um, so the interesting thing is here a few years ago, Center Soda uh, took the initiative to really kind of group together all the non-traditional uh, services that we um, provide farmers into a, a separate de- department. Um, so they gave us a different department number and said, hey, you guys are working here. Um, and we'll be working in conjunction, supporting farmers and crop advisors. Um, so yeah, a lot new of what's going on. Um, and generally, like I said, more of the services side, not the traditional seed, crop protection, fertilizer, um, sales day to day. I was just going to ask, yeah, what fits under that umbrella for you guys of non-traditional services? Yeah. And so I think if we had to group them together, there's there's really three legs under our department. Um, the first would be our precision egg services directly to the farmer and both internally, I guess I could we could say. Um, I mean, this really kind of includes internal precision egg tools that are going to benefit us and in turn the farmer. Um, and then also customer facing tools, um, generally your software programs that allow for analysis and planning and execution of field level activities. Um, the second leg would is probably the newest here. Um, we're calling it environmental services. Um, so we actually have a, a small team dedicated to helping our customer base, farmer customers, um, work through government programs and offerings such as CAP and EQIP programs you've maybe heard. Um, so there's a growing demand and as a cooperative, we're trying to help our farmers through everything on the farm. So um, we've really built that those services up. And the last, the last and third and last leg would probably be our equipment and sales and services or our equipment sales and service. You know, this is really kind of built on a really long-term precision planting dealership that we've had for multiple years. And really in the last couple of years, we've been able to expand our sales and service by adopting new equipment lines and uh, being able to provide that. Um, so being a solution dealer to our farmer for specific brands of equipment. I'm curious, let's tease out those environmental services just a little bit. Does that include other things like nutrient management programs? Does that include some carbon market opportunities? Does that include water quality programs? Yeah, no, I mean, for the environmental services, um, is re- there is a lot of gray area. And 
And yeah, like you said, carbon programs, nutrient management, that is all involved in there as well. Um, they really, it's, it's a cobweb. Everything's touching each other and uh, kind of play off of each other in that area of the world. The conservation buzz um, is, is real in our area as well. Um, so this team has really been able to help provide answers, um, get people involved into a uh, carbon program if they want, um, yeah. you know, cover crop programs through the local offices. We can hold your hand through that. And a lot of times, uh, a lot of times uh, farmers want some extra help on, on yeah. that area specifically. You reference that legacy that you guys had with having a precision planting dealership and how that's been a springboard to bring on some other new lines. What lines were those? What kind of products did you add to your equipment sales? Yeah. So, I mean, we, we've been a premier precision planting dealer, quite honestly, longer than I've been here. Um, I, I believe that was uh, the go-to market a long time ago. Um, so we've expanded upon that. I mean, a recent addition is uh, we've taken on a brand of uh, Zimmerman Manufacturing strip-till units. Um, and it's interesting there because the conservation piece, um, you know, it's been a solution for those farmers who are con conservation may be heavily on their mind, um, aren't able to get into a cover crop or a carbon program or will accelerate their carbon program if they do switch up their tillage practices. Um, so between them, a um, little bit of egg leader, um, doing complete planter builds, working a little bit with Harvest International out of Iowa. So that's really, um, we're, we're not afraid to any actually go anywhere for the most part, you know, is kind of want to be a build the order type dealer. And, um, and uh, we've got a great team of guys too that allow us to do that for our farmers. So how did you get into ag retail? What have been some of the other jobs roles that you've had there at the co-op? Yeah, so it's kind of interesting, you know. I uh, I grew up on a farm. Necessarily didn't know how much I liked farming. I went to college with my parents telling me go to college so you don't have to farm. Um, but when I did get to school, I kind of realized my passion for egg. Didn't realize how much more there was to the entire egg industry beyond milking cows, um, like I grew up doing. Um, so at that point in time, I I switched my major over to crop production and. Um, luckily enough was able to land an internship with Winfield and that kept the ball rolling. Our local cooperative back home was very well aligned with, or Central Soto where I'm at now, uh, is very well aligned with Winfield United. And um, I was able to land a full-time job here with Central Soda as a crop advisor. And my role changed about halfway through my career um, now to um, getting more into the precision egg side. I've always really enjoy the precision egg side because you're able to start answering questions with tools on the market that you never maybe have been able to in the past. Um, so really kind of questioning the status quo and allowing to try to learn and do something new. So that's um, that's kind of how I ended up where I'm at today. And, and uh, hopefully I'm here for a while. So you talk about that drive to try something new, learn something, do things differently, do things better. I'd have to imagine the measuring stick for success as a crop advisor is yield, right? And return on investment. For precision ag technology, the cobweb that you talk about, how do you guys measure success? Well, I think uh, the easiest way to answer that would be to... Uh 
go to a farmer and say, how valuable do you think this service is? You know, a lot of our, a lot of what we're offering is services and, um, and you're, and you're going to have a wide response, uh, wide response from farmers as well. You know, there's certain farms out there that this is where I'm going in the future. If I'm going to be spending, well, we saw fertilizer prices start hitting a thousand dollars a ton this past year. If I'm going to be spending a thousand dollars a ton, I need to know where I'm putting it makes sense to put it within that field. So we do have tools, like you said, that can measure yield. Um, we have return on investment. I mean, once you have a yield layer, you can morph that into a return on investment layer year over year, you name it. So how you measure success, you can go to a computer program and it'll tell you everywhere that you made a dollar within the field. Personally, I feel it's if you can go to the farmer and he sees that the, the information you provide them is going to allow them to make a better decision going forward. I think that's probably where I'd go with measuring success. Yeah, excellent. So we are talking to Andrew Lambert. He is Technology Services Manager at Centrosota Cooperative. And we will be right back after this quick note from our advertiser. For today's industry spotlight, we have Chief Technology Officer at Ostara, Aaron Waltz. Aaron, tell us about Crystal Green. Absolutely, Margie. Thank you. Ostara produces a high-efficiency phosphate fertilizer, Crystal Green, with an analysis of 528O with 10% magnesium that allows phosphorus to be available all season long when crops needed. Crystal Green keeps crops satisfied with nutrients phosphorus, magnesium, and nitrogen through critical phases of development throughout the season. We just started a campaign, don't let your crops get hangry. Crystal Green does just that, feeding the crops season long so they don't get hangry. What makes Crystal Green so unique and efficient is the solubility of the fertilizer. Crystal Green is primarily not water soluble. Rather, Crystal Green responds to crop demand by releasing nutrients as plants exude organic acids. It's this unique solubility that allows Crystal Green to feed the crop when crops demand it and dramatically reduces phosphorus nutrient loss due to soil tie-up, runoff, and leaching. It's this solubility difference that lends the efficiency to Crystal Green fertilizer. And Aaron, what do you want every ag retailer to know about Crystal Green? I want every ag retailer to know that Crystal Green is the most efficient phosphate fertilizer on the market, and I don't want any of them to let any of their growers' crops get hangry. So if folks want to learn more about Crystal Green or connect with the team at Ostara, where can they find you? Absolutely. They can visit us online at ostara.com or they can email info at ostara.com. Excellent. That is Aaron Waltz. He is the Chief Technology Officer at Ostara. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm editor of the Scoop Margie Echelkamp. We're talking to Andrew Lambert from Centrosota Cooperative. So, Andrew, you've shared a lot about your guys's approach. Really appreciate this perspective that you're adding want to ask, what do you think is the most undervalued or overlooked way to use technology on the farm? Well, 
I looked at under undervalued or overlooked, you know, honestly, I kind of go back to, you know, some of these older technologies to some degree. I mean, if you look at grid soil sampling and the yield monitor and variable rate technology, I mean, the first yield monitor egg leader produced in 1992, I was uh, I actually had a professor who got the second one, I think, in college. But uh, I mean, that's more than three decades ago now. Um, and if you there's go technically to... one in the Smithsonian Museum. Yes, oh, there go is. on. Okay. <laughs> well, now, now I got some place to put on my bucket list, too. <laughs> um, but, you know, I look at those as the, the, it's obvious that they are a valuable tool. I mean, OEM equipment now is um, yield monitor just becoming, you know, a um, it is included with the combine when you order it. Um, the, I think the piece that's missing there is um, we're not necessarily, I mean, we're, we are using these tools, um, but if I look at the amount of the acres within our territory that are being um, pushed to 100% of their potential um, or realizing the limited potential on certain acres, I think that's what is undervalued is spending time with an, ag an agronomic advisor that can use the combination of those three simple tools that have been around for a long time and put together a, a realistic plan that's going to give you the biggest bang for your buck. I see that, and I and I understand why um, that can happen. You know the 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 need for advisors to be able to utilize um, the information, organize and analyze with you the farmer, and then execute on that. Um, I think that services. Uh, um, needs to be offered more. Um, but I think there's probably only 25% of the acres that are being highly managed within our territory. Yeah. So. I love that. Three tools that everybody can use as that springboard for success and then be able to lay on, layer on after that. Okay, Andrew, what's your favorite part of your job? Um, I, uh, I guess I've always enjoyed it when you, uh, I mean, just speaking bluntly, farmers have a tendency to uh, figure out where they can shave off some dollars on their operation every year. And I talk them into uh, spending a little bit more money with us. Um, so I find it really rewarding when you can sit down and show a farmer some information that that uh, that allows them to see that the return on investment for not only that equipment, but partnering with a local advisor or with Centrosota locally um, is actually bringing more value to their farm. Um, so I, I think that's the favorite part of my job. Um, after that, I suppose Friday afternoon might, might come right in there some days too. But um, I really, I mean, at the end of the day, it, it is very rewarding to work with people one-on-one -on -one and, uh, and see that uh, some of this new technology you can help them implement on their farm um, and get utilized and realize that it's helping them, I think is pretty rewarding. Yeah. So for the 23 crop year, what's something that you guys either brought that was new to farmers or something that you guys did different even internally? Yeah. Um, we, we talked about that earlier, right? New. New is the name of the game within uh, my role here at the co-op. Um, so I guess if we looked at 2023 specifically, we, we touched on this earlier too, but we, we did start bringing uh, strip-till solutions to a couple farmers selling them um, some some equipment that allows them to um, fit the need of their farm or their desires and generally it gets more conservation minded. Um, so that's been really exciting for us, um, seeing some of our equipment out there being used 
supporting it. Um, again, hoping to get that thumbs up from the farmer as they see him head across the field. Um, what else? I even wrote a couple of these down here. Um, Verberate irrigation prescription. We did that for the first time this year too. That was really interesting. Taking different layers of, of this specific case, it was yield data, um, but uh, if you have a irrigator going across the field, just like your planter and, and the airflow from the co-op, being more prescriptive with what you're uh, putting down on each acre has yeah. become pretty, pretty, um, pretty new to us. And which, know, think which software did you guys use? Um, we've actually made the switch in the last year um, to working with uh, Fieldalytics by EFC okay. Systems or Everag. Um, Everag, yeah. Yeah, so um, we utilized uh, that tool. Um, there are the other options out there. Again, it comes back down to one of the fundamentals is keeping your data organized in one spot, in my opinion. Um, this is a, That was a tool that's able to do that for us. And uh, we use, utilize the prescription irrigation feature within that tool um, cool. to deliver on that. And uh, I got a picture from the farmer uh, when it was running. I didn't get to see it going in person yet, but um, I think... Uh, we lit, we uh, we got a high value crop sand vein that runs right through our territory, and I think there'll be more of that coming in the future. And and um, I guess a third thing, uh, we did uh, expand some of our drone services. We we jumped on and bought a couple of spray drones for this year. Um, still waiting on delivery of those. Um, um, so you're chains. committed. Yeah, but you haven't we were, tried it yet. We're committed in that COVID term of supply chain issues uh, is still haunting us. Um, we're hoping that we can get them here for the last part of the summer and and do a little bit of cover crop seeding with them. So Cool. Excellent. So, Andrew, the catalyst for our conversation is that you were named as one of our most recent 40 under 40 awardees. So congratulations. Thank you. That's a program sponsored by New Farm. And when we're continuing, uh, nominations for our next group have just opened. And when 40 under 40 awardees come on the podcast, my top question I like to ask is, what would you share with folks who are in the early chapters of their career in ag retail? Uh, I got, a, I guess, a few things that come to mind off the top of my head. Um, number one, we didn't touch on this, and maybe it'd be a later episode, but... Uh, we did adopt Eggbend recently, which is a, a digital sales um, uh, enablement tool. But the one thing I've learned out about that is, is you still got to be comfortable working with people. You know, there's a lot of this industry um, that is uh, still done with a handshake. I think it's going to stay that way for a little while still. But um, I'd say be comfortable with people um, uh, would be a big thing that I would definitely get used to. Um, another one. Our hiring department might hate me for this, but don't be afraid to uh, to try different roles within the agronomy world. Uh, it's at the egg, even at the egg retail level, at a cooperative level where I'm at, we see everything from financing, sales, operations of equipment. I mean, we talked about regulatory compliance, helping helping farmers through that. Um, there's the new age of agronomy really has something for everybody, and uh, don't be afraid to find what you like and uh, be able to um, move to that area. Cause if you stick with it, there's, there's plenty of successes to be had in, in egg. And, and the last piece there I'd say is all those focuses that I just mentioned, anything new that's with them has something to do with technology. So be comfortable with technology and the changes of technology. Um, I even find myself, I, uh, I've, uh, I'm, I'm 
having people coworkers that are bringing me new layers of technology and uh, I'm having to learn them and and it's it's really rewarding to see the next next group of people coming through doing that as well so yeah so interesting to see how a business built on relationships can adopt technology but you still can't replace that personal connection that folks want at varying degrees and varying levels but still incredibly valuable yeah, no, it is. It definitely is. I mean, at the end of the day, a lot of the customers that we work with, their livelihood, their income for the year, success of their business, ability to buy Christmas present comes down from good advice and good products. So um, that's what uh, my boss told me. And I try to tell everybody is, you know, we're here to do what's right for the customer first. And and uh, and that's still still done meeting with them face to face. Excellent. Oh, that's so well said, Andrew. Okay. I like to wrap up every interview with a lightning round. Okay. Three questions you can answer from the professional side, personal side, you pick. They tend to be shorter answers, but I'm also not going to limit you there. Okay. So my first question, what's the number one most used app on your phone? Uh, right now, Eggvend, because I'm in charge of the portal get, get that going <laughs> yeah that's that's at work it's it, it is egg ben because i uh, i'm doing a lot of teaching and uh, learning within that right now myself too so okay andrew what keeps you up at night oh lack of rain right now i always always worried about the success of what's going on in the field and you know so often like you said with the weather conditions we remember the year by the crop growing conditions. So when we look back at 2023, what do you think is going to jump number one to the top of our minds? Mm. I've mentioned it. I guess I'll mention it again. It's got to be the lack of rain. Yeah, we changed a lot of plans this year. So excellent. Well, Andrew, if folks want to connect and keep up with what you or the team at Centrosota is working on, where can they find you guys online or on social media? Yeah, www.centrosoda.com. Um, links to several um, social uh, media pages there as well. We're also on LinkedIn, Twitter, um, Facebook, you name it. We've got a great marketing lady and they can find everything they need there. Awesome. Well, Andrew, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you. All right. I'm Margie Eckelkamp, editor of The Scoop. Until we are back on the podcast together, thank you for joining us. And I hope everyone has a safe and productive season. There's nothing worse than being hangry. You're irritable, starving, and not pleasant to be around. A trip to the fridge can usually solve it for you. But what happens when your crops get hangry? With Crystal Green, you don't have to find out. Crystal Green is a granular fertilizer that releases phosphorus, nitrogen, and magnesium based on crop demand. This on-demand access helps maximize yield and eliminates the concern of nutrient loss to soil tie-up, runoff, and leaching. Don't let your crops get hangry. Visit crystalgreen.com to learn more.